With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Sota, Daf Tezayim, page 16. We begin on Tezvavah Medbez. The Gemara begins, There was a place over there, one arm's length by one arm's length, from under which they would take the dirt. You take from the dirt that shall be there. You might think that you can take it from outside and bring it into the Mishkan, and that's good enough. That's what the verse says. In the, you have to take it from the dirt of the Mishkan. If you're taking from the dirt of the Mishkan, you might think that you can come and you can shovel it out. It has to be there easily accessible. How does this work? If it's there already easily accessible, bring it and use it. However, if there isn't anything there, you can bring from outside and place it there. We have a second b'risa, which is not like this. From the dirt that shall be there, etc. So according to this b'risa, you would indeed be able to bring it from outside and bring it inside and use the dirt without placing it on the ground. So what does the verse say? Which seems to imply to take it from the ground of the mishkan. This comes to teach us, and Rashi changes the gears, he takes out the word shilay noiv v'givoyn, Lahavi karka beisaylam, and this teaches us that this applies as well to the beis hamikdash, and in the beis hamikdash they would also be able to bring a sota and perform this entire ceremony. Isim Menachem Oimer, Isim Menachem says that's absolutely unnecessary, and itzarech we don't need it. Uma betumakala lecholek hakasuv. If we find by tumakala a light type of tuma, something which is only chayve krisus. It's not something that's misas bezdin, it's only something that the soul gets cut off, but the person doesn't actually get killed, right? So by something that's lighter, which is krisus, so there, if a person would come into the into the mishkan, or into the base hamikdash, the the same, and it, does, it only says it by the mikdash, it only says it by the sanctuary that if a person comes in, so chayv krisus, his soul gets cut cut off. So when it comes to a tumakala, when it comes to a lighter, a lighter death, so the Torah doesn't make any distinction between sanctuary, between the Mishkan and the Temple. So certainly when it comes to this thing, this thing is chayvi misas bezin. It's much more chamer. It's much more stringent. So certainly the Torah, the Torah holds that it's the same thing by the Temple as well as the Mishkan. The Mishkan and the Temple are the same. You can bring a sota in. So, So what is the verse teaching us when it says, So you can't bring it from outside. He has to specifically, according to Isi ben Menachem, it says specifically place it like in the first b'risa on the ground. We have a offer. If there's no dirt there, What would be the halacha if you want to bring ashes instead? So, According to Beishamai, there's no question. The Amri Lematsinu Efer Shikari offer. Because Beishamai says in regards to Kisi Hadam, there's a mitzvah to cover up blood that's spilled on the ground. There's a mitzvah to cover up with dirt. So they say that it's specifically dirt and you cannot use ashes. So over there, so we see that Beishamai holds that offer means offer means offer. Dirt means dirt, and it doesn't mean ashes. The question is according to Beis Hillel, the Amri Matsinu Efer Shikari offer. They hold that when the verse says that you should cover up something, you should cover up the blood with dirt, it could mean also with ashes. So my, so according to them, what would be over here? Even though we do find that afer, which is ashes, are sometimes called afer, referred to as afer, they're included in dirt. Here it specifically says it has to come out of the floor of the mishkan. That would imply it has to be dirt. So 
or maybe no, or maybe when the when the verse says that it has to be karka hamishkan, either it's teaching you one of the two halachas, either that the the this halacha also applies in the temple, or maybe it's teaching you that it has to be placed there. But who says it actually has to be dirt itself? So the Gemara answers Toshima. Let's bring a right. We're going to bring an answer. The Amar of Yechanan Mishmarim Rabbi Yechanan said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel, "B'shleishem akamis halacha akeves mikra." There are three places where the, the halacha actually sidesteps, so to speak, that which it says in the verse. Hatayr Amar ba'afar. The verse says that you have to use dirt in order to cover up blood. The halacha bechol daver, and the halacha is that you can use anything that has the ability to grow something in it. Hatayr Amar b'ta'ar. The Torah says that you should use a razor when it comes to a nazir to shave his body. Halacha bechol daver. The halacha is that you can use anything. Hatayr Amra sefer. When it comes to divorcing a woman, so you have to write it on a sefer, on a book, literally. Halacha bechol daver. And you can use anything. You could even write it on an animal, let's say, and give it to her. Vim isa. If it was true that in regards to sota that you could use offer and you could also use afer, you could also use ashes. Lichshev namihai. So it should have mentioned it amongst all of these things. So the Gemara answers tona vishayir. That we said only some of the things that it is true, but it could be true as well agavisota, but it just wasn't mentioned. So now Sigmar says, Umay Shire the High Shire. Why did you leave this out? So Shire the Mitsaira, we also find something else that was left out. Because the Gemara, this is a, a classic idea called Tanavishire, that if it leaves out more than one thing, then we're okay. If it only left out this thing, so it would have mentioned it as well. But now that it's left out more than one thing, so now we understand why this was left out. So what else was left out? Shire Mitsaira. So we have something else where the verse seems to say something and the halacha is different. Shire Mitsaira, the Tanya, we have the Braisa. The verse says on the seventh day, so. There's two, there's two times that they would actually shave off all of his hair. The first was, time was at the beginning, and the second time was at the end. So the verse says, now it's talking about the second time that they were shaving. And the verse says that on the seventh day, they would shave off all of his hair. Klal. So that seems to imply everything. Then the verse says, Specifically his head, his beard, and all of his eyebrows. Prat. So that shows us there's something specific. Then it says again, that they would shave off all of his hair. Chazer v'kolal. So now we made a new klal. So klal uprat uklal. So we have a classic idea, which is called klal uprat uklal. When the Torah says something general, then it specifies, and then it says something general again. Iyatadon elik ein haprat. So it's teaching us that we only should do something that's like the specific thing. Ma prat mafurish makom saar v'nira. Just like the specific thing that we mentioned is something where you have a collection, so to speak, of hair, and it's something that's visible. So any time that we have a place that's visible, the hair, and it's a place that there's a, that there's a collection of hair, so to speak, so that's what you shave. So the Gemara says, Ma Ravi, what did we come to include with this? Ravi Seir Haraglain, this comes to include the hair in the area of the private part of a person. My miet, what does it come to exclude? Miet de besashechi, this comes to exclude the armpit hair. Because that's something that's a collection of hair, but it's also hidden. So therefore, it's not something that you have to shave. Udekule gufe, as well as the rest of his body. Because the rest of his body, even though it's something that's apparent, nevertheless, it's something that's not a collection of hair. The hilchasa, and halacha is migaleach kidalas. You have to shave him off like a gourd, meaning you take off every single drop of his hair and his armpits and all of his body.
At the beginning, this is talking about the first shaving. So you come, you come, and you take off all of the hair of his of his body. The says in the end, the second shaving is done exactly as the first one. So what do we see? We see that even though the verse, as we learned out from the Klalu Pratuklat, from the general rule, the specific, and then the general again, the verse teaches us that you don't have to shave everything. Nevertheless, we say that the halacha is that you do shave everything. So why isn't this included in that Mishnah as well? So the reason is because since we excluded this one, and we also excluded the concept of Saita, so therefore we, and we now have more than one case that's excluded, and everything works out nice. We're only saying things that are changing that which it says in the verse. This thing in Mitzvah is really not a good example because this is something that's changing that which it says, which is a limud derabonan, a jerasha that we learn out from the halachas that we know that the rabbis make. So therefore, it's not an appropriate comparison. Mitzvah we shouldn't have said. And therefore we have back our question, why wasn't Sota included? Rapapa says additionally another pshat, and that is that whereas in the brisa we say something specific, offer, the Torah says you have to use dirt, and we say no, you don't need offer, it's even okay to use afer, you can even use ashes. So we're uprooting that which it originally said. We're saying something different than actually what the Torah says. Whereas over here, the Torah says that you should shave his head hair, his, his beard hair. We're not saying don't do that, we're adding on, we're saying also shave his armpit hair, also shave the other hair of his body. So therefore this isn't comparable. Ravashi Omar, Homas Nisan Mani. Ravashi says a different shot why Mitzorah is inapplicable. This Mishnah is whom? Rabbi Shmalhi, the Dorish Kaldi Prati. The, the original Brysa, I'm sorry, who is speaking? It's Rabbi Shmal, who holds that we, when we make a drasha, we use Klal Uprat Uklal type drashas. We turn the page.